0: when you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogues Watching podcast. Thank you and yours for tuning in. I am Mr. Mopar. I am Commander Cody. Uh, Commander Cody and Mopar, <laughs> coast to coast today. Uh, where are you at today?
1: Uh, right now, I'm sitting on the Venice boardwalk. Uh, having a, a beverage at a place called The Waterfront, and I'm looking at the water. So, accurate description, I would say. Where are you?
0: I'm in Baltimore, in a hotel.
1: Ah. Eh, what would you say?
0: So, we are like <laughs> almost as far away from each other as we can get, uh, still in the continental United States. Yeah, I'd say maybe if you were in Maine, that'd be the furthest. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's very true. Good uh, we're point. Here, we're, doing it, we're doing it coast to coast. I wish we had... Uh, our co-stars, I almost said Zellbar. <laughs> What's the damn Prane Z- name on Space Coast? Zoltan. Zoltan? No, it's not
0: that either. Quasar. Uh, uh, Zorak. Zorak. I wish we had Zorak and Brack with us right now. Zorak and Brack. We do need a peanut gallery of like a more intelligent Kerner that uh, shouts Dude. things. All right. So, you know how, <laughs> first of
1: all, Kerner's with us right now. So, not in this location, <laughs> but he's in California with us. The stuff that he says in the background of the podcast when nothing's happening and he's just quoting like news articles and like the height and weight of Carthonassi, he does that all the time. Oh, so yeah. we're driving to like a restaurant and he's just sitting back there just like rambling off some some nonsense news about Star Wars and he's like, yeah, I heard in this uh, one article about the rise of Skywalker. I guess Ray's supposed to be the, she's supposed to be uh, like a clone. I think supposed to be Ray the Palpatine's back and then it just never ends. He does it. You could record him twenty four seven and come up with podcast material. It's
0: just constant useless knowledge. Like even to even for us, it's useless because it's all fake. He's he's terrible. So I get you. I get you. Got it. Jesus. So Uh, it's been fun so
1: far, though. So I'm here for work. Slightly, a little bit of vacation, but we've just been chilling and working. It's actually been like really foggy and hazy the past few days. Today is nice, but the past few days have been like. (sighs) You can't see, you know, a couple miles in front of you, which kind of defeats the amazing views of LA. I was prepping everybody. I was like, "You're ready." Once you step on the beach, you're not going to believe it. Blah blah blah. And then we come, and it's just fucking fog everywhere. (laughs) That's like, sorry guys. You know that? Better than this. uh,
0: Glass Armor and I had a like a staycation this past weekend. We went downtown. I booked just a hotel room downtown, so we just like fucked around. Um, Nice. But I think it was the last time you left for LA. The Columbus's weather just got perfect. It was like high of seventy-eight. Um, it was just every blue, time. blue skies. it was so <laughs> nice. And we rambled around downtown, found found this like Jamaican festival right by the uh the studio. Um so it was just like good eats and just chilling and oh yeah. So stay out there. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> every time I leave, it seems like the weather here is not what it normally is, and then Columbus gets Perfect blue skies
0: uh, whenever I'm gone. So hopefully it stays that
1: way when we get back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, it was really a perfect weekend. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, spent way too much money on goddamn. So, wh- what happens when you buy a house is you buy stupid shit. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, we got That's Halloween. I haven't bought one yet. <laughs> Halloween uh, uh, decorations for outside. Um, they're actually pretty cool, but man, man that, that fucking adds up quick. We bought this yeah. little uh, happy Grim Reaper dude. Happy it's like, Grim Reaper. It's almost like a, like a Sons looks, of Anarchy logo. Yeah, but <laughs> but happy. <laughs> Either for no reason. Um, it was almost kind of. He looks like a little cartoon, almost like a uh, like a jack o' lantern face on a Grim Reaper. So he's kind of like well, if, happy. If his
1: if his job is to collect souls and he's always collecting souls, then he should be a pretty happy guy, right? Yeah, escorting. Or Sorry. Or I don't think do bones Grim have. Max- how many ribs does he have? Are bones assigned a certain <laughs> biological standard? I don't know.
0: How many of them? Um, so you got a bunch of decor? Yeah, we got one of those. And then we got this like hanging bat skeleton thing, which is actually fucking sweet. Um, so we put it like right in front of our uh, like front porch light. So at night when we turn the porch light on, you just see this demon fucking thing. I'm hoping yeah. to uh, slay children. Uh, now that we live in like a neighborhood, because this yeah, it's going to get pretty crazy pretty quick. Sacrifice people into the Grim Reaper.
1: Yeah, yeah. When we when we moved into our apartment, my wife and I together for the first time, uh, she went crazy and did the same thing for Christmas decorations. So we got a tree, we got lights, we got outdoor lights, we got a snowman and a wreath and all that fun stuff and. It's been gradually deteriorating over the past few years. I think all we have left now is like one wreath and a stocking, and that's it. We just <laughs> gave up on a everything.
0: Stocking. Yeah, I mean that's that's some of that stuff that you hate. Dragging, uh, not dragging, uh, dragging across. You got a dragon we, mo- we moved. Costume? Yeah, I got a Christmas dragon. What do you want? <laughs> he lives in a garage. I feed him cat food. He accepts yeah. it.
1: Yeah, I'm with it.
0: His I name's like it. Quasar. I don't know what else to call him. <laughs> Um Bizarre I don't know. Something. What else what else is going on? Uh last night I booted oh. up uh oh if you guys aren't aware, which I came across um the Nintendo Switch Lite is coming out, I think this weekend. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was that in the group and I was like what? Yeah, it looks like just like an upgraded DS. But I don't know. It, it just I was w- I'm getting at like electronic <coughs> itch. So I want to, like, buy something that's electronic, but I don't need a new phone. Like, my phone's... There's no point at this at this stage to get a new phone. Um, I don't need a computer. I don't need anything. I mean, I got my Xbox. I'm just... At, like, say, every two years, I get that itch, so...
1: You did say you wanted to uh, get a new monitor for gaming, so maybe that would be
0: a good yeah, option. Yeah, I was looking at that, cause, but my monitor works fine. It's kind of weird. I just don't want to, yeah. like, double or, like, get something I already have. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm know, thinking about maybe like a smartwatch. I know Samsung has different shits that will just link right up or whatever, but I don't know. I'm just getting that itch and I'm there's turn no point to me just, just wasting second. my... Fuck off. I just... I hope you turn this off forever. <laughs> I'm turning the video off just for a second. No,
1: I'm with you. I, uh, I don't understand why they released a mobile version of a mobile console. That's what confused me, I think. It's like coming out with the iPad and then being like, oh, here's an iPhone. It's smaller, but it doesn't have phone connectivity. And it's basically the same thing. It's just a little bit smaller. It just doesn't make sense why they would do that.
0: Yeah, I guess it's um quite a bit more mobile. It's like twenty five percent lighter. Um, it's a hundred dollars cheaper. Um I mean so there's many benefits to it, but I mean, you might as well get the whole system and just be done with it. A hundred bucks isn't that much when you talk about a full system. Um Well they probably they probably like looked back at some feedback with the switch now that it's
1: been what, like two years and just Maybe they realize that people aren't playing it mobile as much as they thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because that's one thing that Tommy Boy said was one, the Switch Lite is a little cheaper. So it could be just like a budget thing. And two, he always plays his basically plugged into the TV with the exception of like one game. Mm -hmm. And I think I pretty much do the same. I always, because I don't like the feel of those controllers, not to mention that they put the A, B and the X, Y buttons backwards for some reason. So I always play it, plugged into the TV and I have the like the Xbox style controller for the Switch. Um, so I don't know, maybe it was just a little too big to be mobile, like a hundred percent of the time. So they're making a, a smaller style of it.
0: Yeah. That's what it looks like. I mean, and like I said, it's it's a full hundred dollars cheaper. It's only $200. So,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, that's the same price as a full DS. So, I mean, you're getting into that overlap there. Um, but yeah, I bet if, and also if you wait until
1: black Friday or something, they'll probably be like a a version for like 175 with a full game and a controller or some shit like that, if you want to get that.
0: Yeah. They do come in different colors, which is kind of cool. I mean, you got to customize it some which way. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. Like, like I said, I have that electronic itch, and I was just... You go around and search on like Best Buy and start digging into stuff, and that came up. I was like, wow. I considered it for like a half a second. I was like, I'd rather just play my DS, I guess. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Yeah, that, that's the thing. That was the real bummer when I bought the the Switch is like... I just I didn't research it. I just expected like all the virtual console stuff that's on DS to be available on Switch, and I bought mm-hmm. it and I was like, oh,
0: all I have is original NES stuff. that doesn't really jive. Yeah, that does suck. I will say I bought Super Mario World from SNES on my DS. Holy shit, it's hard. I think I mentioned that several episodes ago, but I I feel like I'm naturally good at, at uh, all the Mario games like I, I I'm pretty pretty good at them. That one I can't get, man. I I don't know if it's the actual DS. um, You know, trying to play on that thing as opposed to just like a full controller. I don't know, man. I I do firmly believe that the
1: controller makes a big difference. That's why I have such a hard-on for the Xbox controller. Uh, So when I bought that one for... It's the same format as the Xbox controller for the Switch. It was a game changer for trying to play everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Uh, So they did just release Super Nintendo stuff for the Switch. So they have NES and SNES. Uh, so I hope they just keep adding stuff to it. I mean, I would love to be able to play some Game Boy things on there uh, in the future. Some OG Game Boy stuff, some Pokemon. That'd be
0: nice. So just yeah, holding out faith. That's, uh, that's kind of where I've been at. I, I got pissed off at Super Mario World pretty quickly. So I jumped on over to Pokemon. So I've got the Pokemon trading card game on, the, on my DS. I've got Pokemon Yellow, which I've never played all the way through. And then, uh, for Christmas, my sister got me Pokemon sun, something, sun and moon, something. One of the newer ones, sunrise and darkness. Um, but it's actually really fun. I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, like the, the mechanics of the game are very similar to like the overhead crazy old shit. Um, but it, it's, it's much more updated. I don't know. It, It just plays really smooth, uh. And uh, I'm I'm actually pretty happy with it. One of the cool things that I will admit is not knowing all the Pokemon. So like when I'm going through the tall grass and something pops up, I'm, uh, half the time I'm like, "Holy shit! What the fuck is that?" Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool, like learning about all the the different Pokemon. Um, yeah, it's nice when it's like fresh
1: like that. But you know, yeah. as we've complained, I'd say probably 75 percent of the new Pokemon are just
0: garbage. Ah, uh, I'll disagree at this point. Um, I mean, I'm 60%. coming to. Yeah, sixty-two maybe. Um, <laughs> sixty-two. It always 62. comes back around. Um, nice. <laughs> but yeah, so like I, I, there was like a dark because um, they have like a dark Pokemon now, like like a Steelix and Onix. So there's like steel Pokemon. There's dark Pokemon. There's yeah. There's different yeah, like more elements. Mm-hmm, yeah. So like I picked up like a dark cat thing and then a weasel thing like <laughs> but it's it's, it's fun it's yeah it's just kind of fun actually one of them that I fought today was a it looked like a grass Pokemon but it shot yeah. fireballs how does and I that was even... like exactly I was like it has no weakness how am I supposed to attack it with water if it's fucking grass fire what the
1: fuck also wouldn't it just destroy its own self it does I hate it like if you shoot fire out of a, a grass I don't even know what you would call it a grass animal You would just set yourself on fire, right?
0: Yeah, I guess. It was kind of cool. It was like a little standing up beaver thing, but it held its tail in its hand and it shot fireballs out of its tail. And I was like, okay, I mean, I get it. Not all the Pokemon (laughs) are. Not all the Pokemon have to make sense. Like, Porygon, what the fuck is that? Who gives a shit? It's the worst Pokemon of all time. Mr. Mime's a stripping hooker. Like, who gives a shit? (laughs) You know, I I almost
1: watched... Speaking of Mr. Mime, I almost watched... uh, Detected Pikachu on the plane. Oh, yeah? But they didn't have... The, the, uh, the console on the back of the seat didn't have the same movies as like the app on the iPad. And since my headphones are only Bluetooth, I could not hook up to the goddamn thing and watch the goddamn movie. So I couldn't do it. I was wow. sad. I cried. I mm. cried. Well, maybe I'll. Oh, can you ask him for some headphones? Maybe I'll do that for the way back because I would like to watch it. I think also Shazam is on the uh, on the in flight stuff, so I yeah. could knock out two of the movies I
0: haven't seen yet on the flight back. Those would be two good movies to. I mean, if you're really just knocking stuff out back to back, they're very fresh and new. So yeah. Um, but also like when when I come across a Pokemon that I do know, I get ugh, even double excited. Like I came across a uh, uh, a meowth, and I was like, holy fuck, I want that thing. Yeah. So I'm rocking I'm, with I'd, I'm rocking with this um owl thing. That's one of the first yeah. Pokemon that I got to pick. It's actually really badass. Come but it's on, like a up. but it's like a grass owl Pokemon. This is a Star Wars podcast. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> um are you are you sipping on anything today for the episode? No, I, I I finished up work and just headed back to the hotel, so I didn't have time. That's sad. It's extremely sad, and I don't want to talk about it.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up. (laughs) Um, I got something here. It is... So I was going to go to a brewery first. That was my original plan. Uh, But I looked it up in closer detail on the map, and it was, like, inside one of the mall areas in Santa Monica. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to go inside. So then I came to a... An ale house here on the beach, but it was jam-packed and there's not any, any room. And so now I'm here at this place called The Waterfront, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, but but I'm, I'm sipping on the Fremont Lush IPA. Um, all the beers that I've had since I've been here have been absolutely fantastic. So that's a plus. Mm. Yeah. IPAs hitting a hitting a gritch. Yeah, they are a little bit. I mean, you can get sick of them after a while, but they've all been varied enough. We had like a double... One time, and then like a hazy one time, and then a very citrusy one. Uh, so this one, it's pretty good. It tastes kind of like the Lagunitas IPA. So it's nothing fancy, but it's solid and it's good to to taste about. So no complaints.
0: Yeah, I had um, Tommy Boy came over when we game last Friday, and uh, I bought uh, Sierra Nevada's Oktoberfest, and that was uh, pretty good. Well, well, it definitely didn't blow me away, but. um, yeah, I'm trying to oh, get into nice. the Oktoberfest stuff that's out right now cuz that stuff's pretty fresh. Well, so so how does it compare to the last few years? Cuz that's one of my favorites. Um it was okay. It it was a little um I don't know, less dark, I guess. Uh so it it was just kind of a weird mix. Not that it yeah. was bad, it just didn't work extremely well. Um so, yeah, I mean we we uh worked on a six pack there, so. Nice. Nice. Uh yeah, so this this little lush IPA,
1: just to breeze through it, since you don't have anything in front of you, I'd say it's uh it's a one out of three. You know? It's just an IPA. There's ninety thousand million IPAs and you know it's fine to drink, but it's nothing that I would be like, I must come back to this bar and get this beer. You must so. do
0: it. Yeah, do it. Drinker.
1: So yeah, it's good. Obi-Wan Kabozy. So, so Star Wars. Of, I was gonna say actually before we even jump to the wars. We've been back balls deep into Overwatch, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of fun, man. Yeah, a lot of fun. I was sitting back and thinking about this, and I think that Overwatch is missing one big thing. It's like a perfect game, great multiplayer, everything's balanced well, great blend of characters, and great uh, gameplay and like objective based and everything. But it doesn't. I feel like the um, this is gonna sound weird, but like the brand isn't there, like the theme is not really what I'm looking for. Like, it feels like all the characters are kind of random. Like, there's a gorilla over here and there's a cowboy over here and there's a sniper with a fat ass over here and there's uh, some... Yeah. <laughs> some fucking Viking guy that, like, builds their technology and mine stuff. Oh, yeah. There's a I, bunch of shit. There's a robot I just like that has, on, like, a cohesive theme. Yeah. Whereas, if you had the same game but it was, like, Star Wars-based, it would be 30 million times better. And that's not to take anything away from it because it is an amazing game. But do you... Do you have any thoughts
0: on that, like... The characters and stuff kind of feel random. Um, I mean, I I, don't, I really don't have any criticism for the game. Um, I kind of like it that it's random. Uh, I don't think you need a big brand for something like that because it's just it's literally just run and gun. Um, and, and it really sets itself apart from any other run and gun games. Yeah. Uh, just because it, you know, it benefits teamwork. You know, and if you get good with. I, I I don't know. Blizzard's always done well with uh, limiting limiting some characters in, in certain areas, and, and you know, blending that. Um, you know, a lot of the high damage people are really slow, or they don't have a lot of health. Um, so it's just that uh, balance, I guess. Uh, Blizzard's always been good at. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's fun. That's random, especially the all the skins. You know, I never really thought I'd be uh, rock hard about skins, but. Uh, Oh, the Overwatch skins are all pretty fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm with that too. I've been waiting for like, well, since we started, what happened was we came back to the game and I was like, oh, nice. I got a bunch of credits. So I bought a bunch of skins for the characters that I used to use. And then I fell in love with a couple of new characters that I like. And now I'm out of money and I've been just been waiting so I can get this goddamn, uh, these few skins that I've been waiting for.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to what's get the, that. What's uh, the Viking
1: do that I use? The T, starts with the T. Tormund. Torment. Okay, cool. <laughs> I thought of Tormund Giants Bane from Game of Thrones. And I was like, that can't be
0: the same word. Uh, no, I but don't I think it, it is. is. <laughs> Maybe. You just made it up? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, oh
1: Torbjorn. Torbjorn. Torbjorn.
0: Yeah. Torbjorn. Um yeah, that Viking with like a retirement fund. I don't even know what he is, so <laughs> Santa Claus with a goddamn
1: uh
0: Today. forge. <laughs> with a forge. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, so yeah, I'm back on board with that. Yeah. It's been fun, man. It's been a lot of fun. I, I only play games now basically when it's multiplayer and we're all, we're all gaming together. Um, so we've just been lucking out the past two weeks with you know a whole crew that's, that's trying to game. A couple of times there we had like a full squad of six, which was fun, but no, I've been digging it. I kind of have withdrawal right now. I'm I love LA, but I'm like I'm ready to come back and play some fucking Overwatch.
0: It it is. It's easy to jump on. It works really well. As soon, I mean, the matchmaking is great. It just works as opposed to you know even Battlefield has its some of its downfalls in matchmaking and the different servers. So, um, so yeah, it's fun. We we also did jump on uh, Battlefield Four and we did we played some fucking crazy matches on Friday. It was uh, really fun though. Is it still pretty, uh, pretty active then? The the maps oh, and everything. It's hyperactive, but the the servers are getting somewhat limited. You have to find mm-hmm. some servers, but yeah, it, it's still really fun. It still works really well, man. It, it just it's so smooth. So good.
1: Yeah, that was one that was. Um, so I think we kind of have a, a different perspective on it because that was one that was the first battlefield that we really got into. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard from a lot of people that are battle, battlefield vets that. It was really, really bad at first. You know, like, we used to have those matches where, like, the tanks wouldn't load for 30 seconds. And there'd be no sound and all that. Like, it, as far as the game goes, it was really, really glitchy. But at this point, once the last DLC pack came out, they fixed all the bugs. And, like, if you jump in now, it's a 100% smooth, super clean game. Hopefully. So, that gives me hope
0: for certain things. <laughs> that, that doesn't... What? Um... The Joker's coming out soon? Fuck yes. <laughs> uh I am I think overly hyped for this. Uh as everybody if you're a regular listener knows, I am just balls deep in in the Joker and I just love the character. Yeah. And it's almost like even if they do a bad job, it's good. <laughs> like it's cuz it's it, cause it's I it's just more Joker. We get we get more of it. Um yeah. and really from some of the reviews that I've been seeing, it's just been great. So I uh, I no joke think this could be like top five movies of all time for me. Um, I'm really expecting I mean, based, that.
1: Based on what we've seen so far, it's been getting really, really good responses, which I was honestly surprised. Like when it first came out, I was like, okay, it seems like DC's going in this whole different direction because the last few movies didn't stack up like they expected. So this could really go one of two ways. And yeah, they're bringing in Joaquin Phoenix, who's one of my favorite actors. But you know, they could sometimes, you know, they bring in a big name just for the name and it doesn't actually pan out. So I was kinda hesitant. But by the time I saw the most recent trailer, I'm literally one hundred percent balls deep and I'm I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, I don't uh I don't know. Actually I <laughs> Sorry, I just searched Joker on Google and I I, uh, clicked news and one of the top stories was in defense of Joker and its repulsive violence. um, That gives me chills just reading that. That that makes me want to see it more. Holy shit. Yes. (laughs) Because, I mean, we we see a tad bit of uh, like extra violence in Batman versus Superman and that sort of thing, Um, especially the director's cut. We, We see a little more brutality, but. I mean, he's a bad guy. He should. There should be some violence. We and we need to see it as a part of, you know, his growth as a character. So I'm, I'm just fucking. I'm just doing it, man. I'm chopping my own balls off just to go see it. Just so (laughs) I'm a part, man.
1: Yeah, I got to hand him in. (laughs) Put him in the safe while you go. Yeah. Speaking of vulgar violence, uh, Rob Zombie was on Rogan uh, last night for the premiere of uh, Three from Hell, which is his new movie. So I started listening to the podcast um, probably like 45 minutes in. Really good so far, but it's... I've never... I've always been fascinated by Rob Zombie, but I've never been like a super fan of the band or I've never been... I never really knew much about him. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, I love the movies and I love, you know, White Zombie and Rob Zombie. We saw him live with Anthrax. It was fucking great. But I never knew any of his backstory. So hearing how he grew up and like how he got into film and um, starting the band and getting his record deal has been super, super interesting. So... Number one, go go listen to that episode if you're a fan of Rob Zombie or Rogan or us. And two, I'm sad that I won't be able to see Three from Hell in theaters because it's only three nights this week.
0: Yeah, and it's during the week. It, they didn't even do a weekend. Like, How idiotic yeah. is that? Like, That's who, so who, weird. That doesn't make any sense. Who came up with that? That's a lose-lose for everybody. You're not going to have anybody see it. You're not going to get all the ticket sales. Like, what? Who's... Come on. Stop. Yeah. uh.
1: (laughs) Like, I get the exclusivity thing. Like, for his type of movies, um, I think that works. Like, the people that are cult fans and love it are going to go see it no matter what. But the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday thing is definitely strange. Like, it should be Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Unless they just thought, like, is there anything else coming out this weekend that they're like, oh, we don't want to overlap with that because no one will see my movie. Um... Good question. I don't know. But yeah, so I basically,
1: I would love to see it. Um, one of my buddies that I'm here with in LA, Hayden, is a big fan of Rob Zombie as well. Uh, so it would be, you know, a great time to go. But I already made plans for the evening every week, every day of the week. So I'm I'm booked up and I'm not going to be able to watch it.
0: And I'm sad. You know, one thing that I did see when uh, you and I and everybody saw... Uh it too, which was good. I, I'm not gonna sit here and say it was it was amazing, but um it too was decent. Uh but it, in the previews it had a uh shining like sequel, oh, sequel. something. Yep. It was called yeah. Red Red Rum, or no, it's called uh Doctor Sleep. That huh? actually gave me chills. Holy shit. And I, I did not expect that. Well, first of all, I didn't know that was happening. So to see right. a trailer for it. Uh, I was just kind of thrown in. Um, I'm actually kind of excited for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited. It didn't give me a chance to like get my thoughts together. It was just here. So yeah, and I wish. I think we I mentioned that when we were talking about solo, and I was like,
1: you know, I kind of wish it just like premiered, and then I was like, oh shit, it's uh, Woody Harrelson in a Star Wars movie, and I got to figure it out along the way. I, I don't get much of that surprise anymore. Um, so yeah, to see that, to not have any preconceptions or anything. And just to see uh, Evan McDonald up on screen for the uh, the sequel to The Shining was pretty cool. So, yeah, I've been... Uh, actually, I told Tommy Boy the other day I've been meaning to go back and, and watch The Shining start to finish because I do enjoy it, but I haven't seen it in probably... Probably like three or four years all the way through.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of my go-tos. Um, I love... I, I just love it. I don't know what it is about It's like so hard tied into like 70s that I just love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean it's definitely an investment. That's probably why I
0: haven't seen it in a while. Like it's a commitment to sit down and watch that. Yeah, it is. Um I don't I, th- I don't think it's as long as you you would think. It like it feels drawn out, but there there's It's like a slow moving movie. Um there's not a lot of crazy action until like the last half hour, but
1: um, it also may or may not be terrifying.
0: It well, ooh. Um the other thing while we're on the, the movie subject, uh, Knives it's two Out. Two hours 26. Oh, that's a lot longer than I thought. All right. Yeah, so. but I, I was going to peg it at like three hours, but still. Um, Knives, Knives out, out is coming out. That's uh, written and directed by Ryan Johnson.
1: Yeah. I So funny, just random that you brought that up. I started listening to um, a podcast with uh, Joseph Lenny Kravitz. Mm-hmm. As, you say, as you say, aka Joseph Gordon Levitt, he started his own show. Uh, and his first episode is with Ryan Johnson because he was on, he's been on all of Ryan Johnson's movies, I think, except for Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, and he was a, a voice, mm-hmm. the, um, the Shuttle Parker's guy on Canto Bight. So funny you bring that up, but they were talking about uh, the new movie. And um, I'm interested to see it. I mean, I like what Ryan Johnson's done. So, yeah, I don't know anything about it, but because his name is attached to it, I want to go check it out. I mean, he ruined ruined it. So he's basically ruined everything he's touched, and that's why they gave him more money to do more movies.
0: I no longer use knives because of it. So <laughs> he's still in the film industry because he's bad. That's why. That's how it that works. <laughs> that's how it that works. Um, yeah. So that's what's that's what's happening on uh, the game front and the movie front. Movie squadron. Do we want to get into this thing called uh, Star Wars? Well, before I'm gonna keep, <laughs> I'm gonna keep stalling
1: you. Um, we did see it chapter two. We should talk about oh. that
0: before we move on, or what? Um, it was okay. It was better yeah. than the original.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, definitely both were better than the original. And there's, it was good. Um, I enjoyed it the whole time. I was never like this is fucking cringe, or I wasn't bored. But I will say, in its defense, I don't think you can ever really top the kids. I mean, nostalgia, as we've discussed in the Star Wars universe and everything, nostalgia is a giant factor. So to have a group of kids fighting a killer clown in the late 80s, I don't think you can really top that no matter what you do. Um, so with that in mind, I think they did a good job. They had a couple flashbacks that added some things. Um, and I was definitely entertained and I liked the movie, um, but it just wasn't. And I never expected it to be, you know, as good as the, the first part.
0: Yeah. Um I thought they they casted really well. The casting was like spot on. Um yeah, I just I don't know. Everybody had their own demons again and you're like, Whoa, come on. I don't know. It was just weird. It, well, I, just, think par,
1: I think part of the book is that um they because everything that they went through was so traumatic that they forgot a lot of it. Yeah. So they probably re- they revisited a lot of that stuff because in the book the kids like don't remember exactly what happens except for Mike who stays in the town and keeps researching it the whole time.
0: It also starts on one of the most brutal things, br- brutal opening scenes. Yeah, that was um, pretty pretty intense. Yeah, so I'm, we're not going to spoil it, but Jesus, they they yeah. started off <laughs> very violent. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean it was a good. It was, I'd probably give it like a, a seven. Seven out of 10, maybe. Um, and that's. I'd say, two, I'd say two out of three for me, where I would say that chapter one is a three out of three. See, I might bump them both down, where I would be like, second one was a one out of three. Uh, the first one would be a two out of three. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, uh, that never really hit me hard, uh, whether it was the remakes or the original. Um, <laughs> Sorry, hard that, like Dewey Cox. I know <laughs> <laughs> that movie did not hit me hard. <laughs> that movie did though. <laughs> Dewey Cox gets me hard. Um, yeah, I just it never really hit me. I, I'd rather watch like The Shining or The Exorcist or, uh, and especially the original. Man, it was kind of cringy to me. Pennywise was kind of cringy. So
1: yeah. Yeah. So what, what I said when we walked out of the theater is like, I enjoyed the movie. I was entertained by both and I was a little bit creeped out at certain times by both for sure. Um, I think my overall consensus with it is that I kind of wish it was just a really creepy killer clown. Like, I get that it takes the shape of whatever you're most scared of and that's a cool idea but at the end of the day the fact that it turns into a monster at the end of the movie I kind of just would rather see... You know, they, they hinted back at this in, in part one and in part two, and they mention um, when all this started back in the early days of the town, and then when Beverly goes back to her dad's house and she meets the old lady and they're talking about um, the old circus or whatever, and there's that picture of the actor that plays Pennywise. Obviously, you're supposed to think that that's the clown. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's the uh, the clown car in the end of the first one down in the sewer where it says Pennywise the Dancing Clown or whatever. Like, I almost wish that some weird dude in, like, the early 1900s or late 1800s just was fucked up and, like, got demented and is living on and torturing kids. Like, that is more creepy to me than some giant evil spider cockroach monster that turns into whatever you're scared of.
0: Yeah, you know, I thought they were going to play with it a little more. Um, And what I'm referring to is that scene when they're all sitting down at that uh, Asian restaurant and they, like, start seeing things, but that's not really happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were going to go along those lines that it's like not a crazy, evil demon thing that it the, the terror or whatever that you're afraid of is inside of you. And you actually see, like, you know, it's it's all from a certain point of view, of course, um, that, you know, they were all terrified of this thing and they were all seeing it. Right. But it wasn't really there. Um, so I thought they were going to kind of take it internal a little bit and say, like, Pennywise is a part of all of us. I, I think they did a little bit, but I don't know. They, I thought they, they might, could have changed it They might have
1: up. done more than we thought. I mean, I think we were pretty hammered by the end of the movie. I feel like, didn't he... Didn't they stand up to him at the end and then, like, the last fight in the sewer and he, like, started to turn into, like, a baby or
0: something? Yeah, because it got really weird. Um, and then the, the one kid... Or the one guy dies. Uh, right. Well, he sacrifices himself. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of just a weird movie. So it's like the fact that we're saying it's weird, of course, because it's weird. So right. whatever. Yeah, fucking Stephen King. Yeah. Cocaine,
1: 1980s. <laughs> Cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, all things considered with the, the source material and the remake of the new version, I think they did the absolute best they could. Um, probably a little bit more than I expected, but it's just never going to pass the the... The movie with the kids in the 80s is just, it's always gonna be better, you know? We, anyone that's an adult that watches those, obviously you're gonna love like the version with the kids back in high school getting bullied. All that kind of stuff is gonna play, uh, with the exception of, sorry, that's not what I meant to say. All that stuff, all that old stuff is gonna play way more than when they're adults and grown up. But yeah, casting was huge. Like you said, that was awesome. I think Bill Hader killed it. Um, He kind of took over for a second, I would say, because he wasn't supposed to be the main character. Um, But the casting of the older version of themselves was, I I thought, was perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah. There is a weird um, theme going on today. Uh, The 80s stuff is so tied into a lot. Like, Stranger Things has been so big, and that's hard tied into 80s. Um, There was something else I was watching... Um, oh, well, the, it just, the, it just goes in waves
1: though. Cause the adults that are our age now were kids in the eighties, obviously older than us personally, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, and then like dairy girls, which I, I was raving about on Netflix, I think is late eighties, early nineties, but there's, there's just a lot, uh, I, I guess to your point, like everybody our age or maybe five, 10 years older, that's what we can relate to. And, of course, we're the people with money nowadays that would you know are willing to spend it on our childhood, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, because if you go back to the uh, the original one when it was written in the eighties, it was about kids in the fifties, and then there were grown ups in the eighties, yeah, so it's
1: the, the same thing, and now we're doing it again thirty years later,
0: yeah, yeah, it's kind of like um uh, a star is born. How many of those have been written, which I didn't know until we saw the movie, and then I looked it up, but
1: yeah, same kind of deal, I mean, some of those stories have, like, they're they're good enough and they're powerful enough that you can repeat them in, in different eras. Um, but yeah. Uh, off the movie thing, have you seen uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet?
0: No. Gotcha.
1: Okay, we'll save that. I did, I made sure that we saw that. Of of the giant hiatus I've been on with movies, I made sure we watched that one before we flew out here to LA because I wanted to see it. Um and it obviously takes place here, but so we'll talk about that as soon as you can see it. It's good;
0: it's really good. Well, and just to wrap every all the stupid movie shit up, Um a Star Wars born. They there was a 1954 one, a 1976 one, and then of course a, a more recent one. So actually, I thought there was like an 80s one too. I don't know. I thought so, so too. There's at least three now. Um, yeah, but yeah. that's kind of cool that uh you can adapt a movie, you know, along the same storyline but you know different times uh and kind of mold it to what's relevant so That's yeah
1: fun. i mean i feel like i heard people criticize uh the oceans 11 remake back in the day because that was like an old um rat pack movie yeah. in like the late 60s early 70s and i was like well i mean everything's changed tech right. is up to date everything's up to date vegas is slightly different like you could
0: definitely make for a good movie and oceans 11 was fucking fantastic so it's all the about? it's the same people that it's the same type of people that... Oh, prequels that are uh, original trilogy. That's all that matters because that's what was big when I was a kid and anything newer can't be good. Just like you and me with uh, the new Pokemon. It's all shit. True. True. <laughs> and luckily, we're cool enough that we have... Uh, what's the word?
1: The... Um, um, Correct thoughts? We're drunk enough to notice that we have <laughs> the nostalgia factor. I couldn't think of the word. The self... Self-insight something? I don't know. Whatever. It's not important. We're self-aware. I'm self-aware that I hate everything that was made after I was a kid.
0: I know. I'm shit. Self-awareness. <laughs> I know. Um, all right. Star Wars. So what I'm doing here is just Googling Star Wars, clicking on news, and you know, see what pops up here. Uh, so nothing, there,
1: nothing major, major has come out since our last episode, correct?
0: No, nothing. Uh, the only thing I can think of particularly is um, Star Wars. I think Instagram and everything Uh Recently, um, put out a new picture of Ray uh, that kind of went pretty big. Let's see if I can find it here. New Star Wars 9 images shows Ray ready for action. Let's see if I find a picture here. I clicked on the fucking thing and it doesn't pop up. I hate my life. At least I'm self aware about that. Jesus. Come on, <laughs> websites. <laughs> How am I clicking on this? It take, it, there's so many ads to load. Oh, here it is. All right, I'm. I'm gonna go to
1: Instagram and look up the Star Wars page and see if I can see it too.
0: Yep, it just kind of shows her holding the lightsaber like uh, um, Force Unleashed, dude. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's backwards. Like in the um, she holds Star- it like
1: that in the original teaser when she jumps over the
0: Tie Fighter, right? Um, no. <laughs> she holds what? it forward. She holds it forward. I thought. Um, but yeah, so it's instead of pointing forward, it's pointing behind her like she's going to use the back end of it. Um, but she it's she's like just gonna a shot start fucking it, pistol whipping people with their lightsaber hilt. <laughs> Light saber pissed. whip. Yeah. <laughs> hilt <laughs> hilt whip. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's the only thing I can particularly think that came out. Uh, oh, and there's a quote. It's the uh, something inside me has always been there, but now it's awake. Uh, there's so many things that that could be. Okay, what?
1: let's keep talking about this, but I just remember the other thing that I did before our uh, last episode is that I read the Snoke comic, so we have to talk about that, too.
0: Mmm. Mmm, yes. Very intriguing. Um. Yeah, so I, there's nothing else here. It's just kind of an upshot. It's just her in a background of the sky and her holding that lightsaber in a unique fashion. Um, she's, stra- she's strapped into that t-shirt pretty good, uh, and that's about it, so... <laughs> strapped in for defense so it looks like she's just wearing jeans almost <laughs> <laughs> She's got those levi's the tattooing levi's the Tatooine levi's yes. um so yeah that's about it uh we can always sit here and rant and rave about that quote what's inside well, of her that's always been i i don't know i really i, I don't know i'm sure they're focusing yeah. on that it's never gonna mean anything so it doesn't fucking matter so So,
1: well, all right. So part of me wonders like if this is just the best accident that Disney has ever done because did they just, did JJ just sit down with seven and just like, here's a couple mysterious things. Like here's this new character. Maybe she has parents. Maybe she doesn't blah, blah, blah. And then we get to the point where episode nine comes around. It's like, oh, we can turn that into the exact perfect story to tie everything together. Or are they masterminds and they had it planned from day one?
0: I mean, either way, as long as it works. I mean, I don't care how they come up with it. I mean, that's true, but it is definitely interesting. Partly. Sort of. Slightly. slightly. I prefer Han Solo and his ignorance. Fuck Han Solo. (laughs) Fuck Han Solo.
1: I like Han Solo more after Solo. I know that
0: pisses some people off, but it's truce. Truths. It's the truth that no one wants. Say truth. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I, I listened to a, a YouTube video I think it was Star Wars Theory, who I'm not going to talk shit about. He's the guy that did that uh Vader the Vader fan film. Yeah, um his his YouTube videos are mediocre at best. I feel bad saying that, but um I mean, that ta-
1: film was really well made, but I feel like, yeah, basically all those YouTube channels are just them speculating on news.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was watching this one that uh, it was talking about what if Anakin ever actually fought Grievous, and I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting thought. I never like sat here and thought that they didn't. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, but he got into it. It was it was just weird uh, the points that he was bringing up. But I was thinking he was he was focusing on Grievous not having any force powers, so he's basically just a robot with swinging fucking things. What if? Obi-Wan lands in on the ground. Hello there, on Utapau. And as the clones fly in and shoot all the droids and it's one on one here. What if Obi-Wan just levitated Grievous into the air? Maybe 2 feet off the ground and just held him there. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can't fucking go anywhere or do anything. He just he's just now I'm now I'm a hunk of junk in the in the fucking sky. <laughs> you came in that? Uh, I would literally so, pick him up and walk over to a cliff and drop him off the cliff. Well, I was just gonna say that goddamn how <coughs> civilization
1: is built into a giant hole in the ground. They could just <laughs> shove him off of the platform. Find a trash <laughs> compactor. It's it could not that fall hard to his death. I know. <laughs> I know. That's silly. I also think it's silly. I heard somebody say like they did the entire Clone Wars series without Anakin and Grievous actually meeting face to face, just because of that one line in Revenge of the Sith where he says, "You're shorter than I expected." And I was on, like, yeah, maybe that's cool. But they also could have just, you know, just met and fought at some point in the cartoon. Like it's not yeah. that big of a deal. Of all lines to
0: to use to retcon, like that one. Yeah. And it's like, it was that, that was that scene that important that this is where they meet for 20 seconds and then they never see each other again. Like right. that, It was that important. It's was like, whatever. Yeah. Um, Oh, the other thing that I was thinking about is why wasn't Anakin with Obi-Wan when he went to Utapau? Why did they split them up? <sighs> like up, up till then, everything, no matter where it was, like even at the beginning of the movie, what are they doing? They're hunting Grievous together. And then as soon as they find him, they're like, oh, ah, Obi-Wan will take care of it. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> why yeah, they do why that don't that you just all of them, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just send them both? Like who gives a shit? Because Georgie
1: Porgy needs a a reason to split them up so they can go through their own different struggles separately so Anakin can go through his dark side temptations by himself. Because if Obi-Wan was there, he would have squashed all that shit from day one.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I guess like story-wise, Palpatine was the one that was trying to split them up because Obi-Wan was the the one thing, the one shining light for Anakin, you know, that kept him a reasonable human being. So Good call so I know probably was trying to break them up but it's it was up to the Jedi Council to not send Anakin which is weird like you're on the Jedi Council now but
1: we're gonna right. split you
0: guys up and like wait why yeah that's a good point so yeah I don't know what about Snork <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a prank saying Sloke <laughs> Sloke one swift <laughs> Snoke it's one swift yeah one swift Snoke that's what we should edit that into A New Hope. Um, yeah, so I, I got that comic book. I've been waiting on this one for a long, long, long time. And when you showed the preview... Um, on Degaba. Basically it's, basically, it's just him training Kylo. So it's almost a Kylo comic, really. I mean, th- that's the gist of it. My takeaway from this is a badass moment with Kylo Ren. Uh, so it kind of should have been a Kylo comic. But uh, I've been waiting for the Snoke one for a while. So I picked it up like as soon as possible on... Uh, on New Comic Book Day last week, read it, and it's really cool. So yeah, the premise is that Snow takes Kylo to Dagobah uh, to go to the same dark side tree that Luke went to to approach what he is not ready to approach and he has to overcome in order to complete his training or whatever you want to say. Um, so but first he sees a vision of Luke and he has to defeat the, the vision of Luke. It's not a Force ghost or anything, obviously. It's just a vision from the tree. So he does that he completes it easily. But the real thing that pops up is his parents. So Han and Leia pop up and they're like, Ben, you need to stop this. You're not evil. We know who you are, we're your parents, we love you, we care about you. So that's the real test that Kylo has to actually overcome. And he decimates the vision of his parents just like he does with Luke. It's it's really savage. Uh, so he, he slashes him up with his lightsaber and then after that he basically destroys the entire forest tree on Dagobah and like leaves a, a fucking crater in the ground where the tree was. And like that's how pissed he was that that vision popped up. And then Snoke was like, why did you destroy that tree? It could have made a useful, um, it could have made a useful lesson for future apprentices. And Kylo says, you're not going to need any future apprentices. <laughs> Yeah. And then he
0: walks the fuck away, and it was savage. Yeah, I mean, if only he wasn't... Dude. If only he was better, so... <laughs> Who? I'm trying to be original trilogy about this. If only that comic <laughs> didn't come out and everything didn't suck, so...
1: There's also a few bits in there about Snoke forcing Kylo to not put his mask on. He's like, "The tree doesn't care about your mask. It, it cares about you. You're not going to need that. It's not going to do anything. Leave that shit away." I think I think there's a an ongoing joke that Snoke has basically hated Kylo's mask since day one.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird that he take that ridiculous thing off. Like, uh, one of my favorite lines from Last Jedi. <laughs> It's almost like UHF. Take that ridiculous thing off and, he, and he's wearing that goofy hat and he takes his fake mustache off. <laughs> You're like, what
1: the fuck? Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, no, it was, it was a good comic. Like I said, I, I would have... What I was hoping for in the Snoke run, and I, hopefully they'll do more of these in the future and this is just the first set. I was hoping more about Snoke's backstory, um, but if we go off of the line of thinking that Snoke is basically just a plot device for Kylo Ren's character growth, then it makes sense um but it, yeah it ended up basically being a, a kylo ren comic
0: but it's called snoke well and
1: snoke's methods are good i mean he's definitely a savage he knows what he's talking about he has to know some he has to know some bit about jedi history or jedi training methods or something
0: i'm wondering how snoke knows about dagobah and about that tree like you uh, just that'd be part of it yeah identifying that Luke was there at some point because no one really knows that stuff except, I guess, Luke, Leia, and Han and maybe Chewie. Yeah, the fact that he does say
1: that your uncle once trained here or had a lesson here or whatever the fuck he says. But yeah, he knows that. Does he know about Yoda? I can't remember. What's that scene? I wish I had the... Uh, I didn't bring it with me, unfortunately. I wish I had the exact panel that I could um, I could actually reference. Star Wars. It's on. It's somewhere on the Star Wars page. That's why I, I reminded me of it for a second. Um, anyways, it's not. It's not hugely important. But he he knows. Oh, here it is. I can still feel him from his time here, Skywalker. Yes, he was one of the most formidable Jedi. Began his training here. Blah blah blah. And Kylo says, "What's in there?" And Snoke says, "Only what you've been too weak to bury." Jesus, fucking savage, dude! Savage. It's so interesting, man. It's it's a good like Kylo Ren's uh, character growth as a villain slash potential hero throughout the new trilogy is so interesting because he has the bloodline of Skywalker. He's naturally gifted with the Force. He throws people around like it's nobody's business. He knows how to fight. He's a fucking savage, but what he has to deal with through all of this stuff is his emotion and his relationship with his parents.
0: Which is weird because uh, emotion is like step one in the Sith code. Mm-hmm. There is no peace. There is war. <laughs> Star war.
1: There was no, no solitude. There was beer. <laughs>
0: Holy <laughs> shit.
1: Can we, can we rewrite the goddamn uh, Jedi code from, from KOTOR? There's
0: no milk. There's only IPAs. <laughs> there's only the force the force yes yes man we got some goodies coming up uh, we're gonna be wrapping up this year so quickly it's almost the end of goddamn September already um, we've, we've already spoke about the Joker we got the Mandalorian coming up we got episode 9 coming up uh, we're gonna be blasting through the end of this this year pretty quickly um, yes so I'm I'm uh, terrified really in what way? I don't know too much stuff. I'm not gonna be able to handle it all. Yeah, it's like you don't you, you don't want to get over hyped, but the Joker. I've already said my my thoughts on that. I'm so hyped, and then the Mandalorian's gonna be brand fucking new and looks badass. And then we're finishing off the sagas in, with Episode Nine, and you're like, Jesus man, it's, everything's so heavy right now. And this year, yeah. you got to think about it. This year has been epic. We've we've wrapped up Game of Thrones this year. Um, you know, a lot of DC stuffs come up. We've wrapped up Avengers this year. Um, First half, I mean, yeah, yeah. We wrapped up it this year. I mean, for how small that is, we're, we're just 2019's been big for uh, movies. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I guess my only fear is that uh, you know we've seen how how lax I can be at catching up with things that aren't Star Wars. So hopefully I'll keep up with everything towards the end of the year slash next year. Um, no, but everything considered, I am very excited about the Joker. For sure.
0: Yeah. I think that's the, the most yeah. immediate thing coming out. We shall uh, see. It's the first Friday of October, I think, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. So, we're
1: two weeks away. That's all. Fuck yes. I, I, we do also need to set a time to like sit down and watch uh, the Rob Zombie movie, because we're going to have to buy it at this point. Not being able to see it in theaters, but we should sit down and watch um, the new one. And I wouldn't mind revisiting Devil's Rejects because I've, i I think I've only seen that like three times.
0: Surprisingly yeah, enough. Yeah, I have it. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. I guess the, the other thing that uh, I wrapped up um, Fem Shep for Mass Effect One. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I always end up banging Liara. I don't know why. I'm, I guess I'm, in, I'm into and blue even bitches. Yeah, I, I bang Liara again. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. And then, yeah, in the second one, I just, I uh, Glass Armor was like, well, who are you going to bang in this one? I'm like, everybody. I'm banging Miranda. I'm banging Jack. <laughs> I'm banging all of them. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to be a hoe this one. Because all my, I mean, I'm rebuilt. So, like, and uh, Miranda's a goddamn stuck-up bitch. You talk to her and she's like, "Oh yeah, I've been designed, you know, mentally, power wise, and even physically." And it goes up and down. and looks <laughs> right at her butt cheeks. She's like, "All to yep. have a uh, an edge." And I'm like, "Well, you got my edge, Jesus. Let's do this."
1: <laughs> they hired Victoria's Secret for my uh, DNA. It's real. There's also that, that like uh, from the waist
0: down. <laughs> from the waist down. There's also that <laughs> um, um, that like assistant that's next to the map that you can bang. She like. oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's it, it, <laughs> ridiculous. Th- it, they like force sex into every conversation. So, um, there's yeah, it's, so much it's fun funny. in that goddamn game. Yeah. If you, I guess, if you play your cards right, you can bang.
1: If you're a, a dude chef, you can bang Ashley and then Miranda and then Liara in the third one. And that's like, you know, that's the Holy Trinity, I guess, I would say, a Mass Effect.
0: <laughs> the Holy Trinity.
1: <laughs> So now, now when I start oh, the, my next character the, I'm going to be
0: I'm going to be the ass, of, the ass of Christmas past. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: Galaxy's future. Galaxy's future. I do um, need to, uh, I want to go back and finish that. The other thing I've been playing besides Overwatch is I did maybe for the first time in history is go back and pick up an old character and actually like start it and continue on. Um, So I picked up my Mass Effect 1 character. I just got off Vermeier and I have, I think, Ilos and then the final final battle. Uh, So if I can get through that and then I'll jump into Mass Effect 2, that way I can get through the whole trilogy with one character for the first time since like 2011.
0: It's really fun. Well, yeah, yeah. So when you like cross over and it's a, you upload a character into the Mass Effect 2, it literally just confirms the decisions you make and you can change them if you want. So um right. So, yeah, it's, that's like, true. so it's, it's like so it's like kind of lets you it, just fuck with it. Yeah, it's just like who died, uh you know, did Rex survive, blah blah blah. So um yeah, I mean it's just even when just you're such making solid, uh,
1: even when you're importing
0: a character, you get to do that. I believe so. It it, it like Automatically loads all your decisions, um, but I think you can go back in and be like, "No, let's let's kill Rex off or something." But there I could I be wrong. It at least confirms everything. Like this is all your decisions. So, right. Um, no, well that's good. So yeah, I'm 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 building my team right now. So I just got uh, Archangel, which is Garrus. I picked up Jack. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I just got the scientist. Nice. The, Solari- the Solarian, but I still have to get the uh, grunt, which I hate grunt, so I never use him so i yeah I hate grunt I hate Jack too
1: not Jack Jack's um, actually who's who's the uh, the starting guy that you're at that's alliance the black dude that's an alliance uh soldier
0: yeah, I know who you're talking about he's kind of worthless I don't like um, him and I don't like grunt yeah Jack is a really strong biotic. I usually bring her along um, yeah. And then there's that uh, that sniper guy, too. The yeah, the drill, the drill, like yeah. Him. So, and yeah, this one I'm doing. I'm sorry,
1: bitch, that I don't like.
0: Oh yeah, something is her name. Yep, yep. I forgot. I think you can bang her too. Um, <laughs> you can bang everybody. I'm <laughs> bang them all. You could, can, can bang, bang them the writers all. of the game if
1: you if you want. You can bang the
0: reapers if you want. <laughs> Bang Reapers, the Collectors, the right they sp- way. <laughs> split in half, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else with Star Wars? I feel bad when we do episodes when uh, we don't discuss Star Wars, but I guess there really hasn't been any, any news or anything uh, outside of the Snoke comic. Um, any theories or nothing, anything? Nothing major. Um, I mean, I've been trying to catch
1: up more on the comics. I got a giant stack of them. Um, so the Age of Republic, Resistance, and Republic... So Republic twice Republic resistance and rebellion I've been trying to make sure I'm caught up with all those just to, if there's any like backstory or whatever that I uh, that I have missed uh, but no no news oh. and then I feel like I want to be careful about like getting into the territory of all these YouTube channels where it's just endless like speculation videos and theories and JJ Abrams said this one thing so let's make five videos about it I'm I don't ever want to get to that so I'm cool talking about. It and talking about
0: Pokemon and like, you know, whatever it is. You know, the other thing that we have coming up, man, it's it's a heavy end of the year is uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Yeah,
1: Kern was talking about that the other day. Um, It's November 15th. If if this sucks, I'll be pissed. And I agreed with him. Um, But yeah, I need to pre-order that so I
0: can get get it. Yeah, they are taking pre-orders right now. It looks like there's a deluxe edition available. They're not even really showing how much it is. Let's see. Pre-order. I'm sure it's regular-ass price. Regular-ass price. Speak of the fucking devil. Lord Kerner in the house. $70 for the uh, deluxe edition. What comes with deluxables? Nothing. You get it. You get it on time. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the game works. Oh, it time?
0: includes a uh, it, it includes a digital art book, uh, director's cut of behind the scenes videos. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, you also get uh, an option of an orange lightsaber blade color. Yeah, so there, oh, there's some cool. extra stuff in it. Yeah, two cosmetic orange lightsaber. Told. So it looks like you get a bunch of skins. You get a di- uh, behind the scenes director's cut of the uh, videos and a digital art book. So, um. That's worth it, yeah. I guess, for a Star Wars fan. Maybe, sure, Se- I guess. seventy bucks. Yeah, I'll get it at some point. Like Ooh, yeah. if you have EA access, it's sixty two ninety nine. Sixty two. Sixty two. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm doing it. Baltimore I guess I'm doing it.
1: Baltimore. Cheers from Baltimore. Yeah.
0: I mean, at this point, this might be the last time I buy a Star Wars game brand new. If this, if it really does suck, and it's just like kind of a reskin of Force Unleashed. And I don't mean that Force Unleashed sucks, but I'm looking for something new. Um, and if yeah. it's... Yeah, just, they're, they're, um, on, if it's they're just, on
1: very dangerous water right now.
0: Yeah, so if the, this is probably the last one I buy brand new, if uh, ever. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to say that, but Jesus, I'm so spent on these games. It's not like I'm spending a lot of money on them. They only come out once every fucking decade, so I should stop complaining. <laughs>
1: We drove by the EA office the other day, and I was trying to get Kerna to jump out and go uh, riot in front of their front door.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give them- EA ruined Star Wars. <laughs> EA ruined it. Ruined my childhood. It ain't. It ain't happening anymore. EA ruined my adulthood. So EA is currently um, ruining my beer because <laughs> I don't have any. Fuck. Good day, Galaxy. Anything else rolling around?
1: Um, nah, man. I think we covered everything. Um, I want to speculate more about Rise of Skywalker, but I want to correlate a couple more theories in my head first. I got some ideas, but they all sound dumb. I don't want to talk about clones, so I want to talk about something else. So, nah, we'll have some more shit uh,
0: next week. So, yeah, I just I hope they I hope they do Palpatine right because they they've. Awkwardly focused on him so much for him being dead. Um, yeah. So, if, if I mean, it, it could, it's going to let us all down if they kind of set it aside and be like, haha, that's not really a part of anything. Um, because the way they launched it and the way they teased it, and they actually had, uh, um, fuck, the actor's name, I forget, it's Ian I lost it. Ian McDermott. Uh, with him being there at uh, Celebration, if they don't do anything crazy, yeah. they have to do something crazy because it's come on. So, so I guess, I guess like the only uh, other thing is uh,
1: a buddy of mine brought up that one of the actors that hasn't been revealed yet is Matt Smith. Uh, it was the dude that was the last version of Doctor Who, English actor. Um. Okay. It hasn't been revealed who he is in the movie yet, so that could be like the last hint of maybe he's some like new embodiment of Darth Sidious or something like that.
0: Mm.
1: So that's the only thing. So maybe we can dive into that shit next week.
0: Sidious, far younger and more powerful. Half as powerful. Twice as ripped. Good dig galaxy. Go, that's Austin. all, all the fuck, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. I don't want to hear it. Don't Shut him it. up. Done. Shut
1: him up. It's a good time to end the show. Cause Kerner's just showed up. Lord Kerner's here. Where's Paul? I'm getting buzzed. Lord Kerner's here. You see Lord Kerner in the house.
0: Hey, Mopar. That's 62. Enough. Show. <laughs> 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 All right. Good day. Galaxy rogues watching podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this was a quick episode being on different coasts. Uh, we'll be back at it uh, next or this weekend. Hopefully. Um. Yeah, and we'll be in studio. I think we're we're officially moving everything to Monday nights. I think it just works out better. Um, that way, yes. both of us have full full weekends. Um, but yes. yeah, so kind of from here on out, if you guys want to uh, catch us live, uh, we're adjusting it to Monday evenings. Um, but otherwise, we'll be back at it uh, this next next week. Fuck yeah. See you guys soon. We'll
1: be back on uh, live on YouTube and Twitch and Facebook, wherever you want to find us. So subscribe if you haven't already so you can catch the live stream. And we're going to have some beers and talk about some fucking Star Wars. I'm ready for it. Get your galaxy. <laughs>
0: Today is the day that General Grievous lays at the bottom of the lake. He was dropped off a cliff by Obi Kenobi. Oot the pow, with the kicks. Oot the pow, playing that football with the bricks. Today, tomorrow, which way do you want to go? No matter which fire you create. You will not mistake me for a Viet Cong. Dum, bum, bum.